Maroon. Maroon is an app that allows you to record and manage all your workout sessions for any type of martial art that you're doing, whether it be jujitsu, boxing, Muay Thai. It is said the best way to learn something and to remember something is to write something down. And so Maroon has great graphs, helps you break down all your training schedules, and helps keep yourself accountable to yourself. That's Maroon. M-A-R-U-N-E. It's free to use. It has a premium subscription if you're interested in looking at more features that it offers. If you are, use promo code POF25 for 25% off. Welcome to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast with your hosts, Arturo and Anu. Today, we're going to try to break down our perfect fighter. Yeah. And we're going to go through attributes like the perfect body, clinch work, wrestling, submissions, speed, heart, which I like and Arturo is against, endurance, aggression, and intelligence. And striking. And striking. Okay. All right. And so uh, we're going to go in snake order. We could steal each other's answers, potentially. And yeah. uh, who wants to go first? You also gonna... can't pick the same thing twice. You can't pick the same person twice. Okay. So who wants to go first? And I think the first thing we should start with is the body, the physical person. Like, who is your ultimate fighter? I'll go first. I'm picking Alistair Overeem, Uberim, juiced up horse meat, Uberim. All right. Why are you picking Alistair Overeem? Because no one's had that type of body. You're not going to leg kick and hurt him. You're not going to liver shot and hurt him. That guy was a tank. Yeah. 6'4". He fought as high as like 265 pounds. But he weighed a lot more than that. Yeah. Oh, so he cut to 265. Yeah. All right. So your perfect body person is Alistair Overeem. Uberim. Yes. All right. Now I have to go. I am going to pick. I'm going to pick John Jones. Small boy. John Jones is just as tall as Alistair Overeem. He's also 6'4". Look at those legs. He has a longer wingspan. And I believe somebody that weighs in the 235, 240 range is going to have a lot more endurance. And the body can physically last longer. But now that I'm realizing, oh, we have endurance as an option already later. (laughs) (laughs) Your first pick already. Mistake. No, you're you're, you're realizing. I'm strategizing. strategizing. Can I change it? I I know who I'm going to pick. Whoa, wait. You just said John Jones. I know, but I want to change my answer. <laughs> Backtracking already. All right, fine. I'm back. No, because I realize, I realize we have endurance as another option. I'm going to pick Brock Lesnar. Okay. Brock Lesnar is a monster. He's yeah, who Arturo was mentioning before. He just looks like a fucking scary dude. And he's also 6'4 with a crazy wingspan, a genetic freak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, one of the scariest individuals alive. Mm. And so I don't think anyone and Alistair and Brock have fought. So it makes sense to major heavyweights, two heavyweight champions. It makes sense. That's the ultimate body. All right. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I'd like to point out Alistair won. Alistair did. Win. <laughs> but, All right. but 
Lesnar did have like diverticulitis or something. Oh, yeah, diverticulitis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had a serious disease. And he's older at that time. Mm-hmm. Wrestling. Hey, yeah, if we're just talking bodies, th- those are pretty much the two bodies you'd have to pick if one picks the other. All right, perfect. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. All right, now I'll do, I'll go next. Yeah, you, you're picking first. What, what is this one? Well, I picked the category last time. So why don't you pick the category this time? Oh, okay. All right. I'll go with chin. Chin. All right. Yeah. Uh, I know who I wanted for this one. Mark Hunt. Ooh, okay. And this is everybody in their prime. But Mark yeah. Hunt ate a leg kick from Crow Cop. And Crow Cop's leg kick might be the most devastating weapon in the world. In the history of the world. <laughs> it's like a nuclear bomb. So I feel like yeah, I feel like if Mark Hunt could take that and absorb that, like he just has one of those God tier chins. Yeah, and no one's gonna question that. That's a great pick. Mark Hunt's my answer. All right, that's great. Who do you go uh, for? Chin, I'm going with Nick Diaz. All right, I love <laughs> Nick Diaz can eat everything and just march forward. All right. What is your philosophy on chins? Like, do you think it's easier to have a better chin at a lighter weight or does it not matter? Yeah, I mean, people don't hit as hard at lighter weights, yeah. Okay, so do you think that made Nick Diaz's chin, you think it was ever fully tested? Well, I mean, it's at his weight class. I mean, that's what we're doing. Otherwise, we're just gonna pick heavyweight everything. You are correct. All right, I'm gonna write it down. Okay. So, so now you pick the category next. All right. I'm going to pick the category. Let's dive right into it. Let's do uh, striking. Okay. So I pick first now on striking. Yeah. Ah, uh, This is tough. Um, now with striking, does that mean you're striking offense and defense? Yes. You're just a great striker. I'm going Fedor. Oh, that's a good answer. Why? Because Fedor striking, he was kind of good at everything, but uh, yeah, no one, no one threw punches like him. No one had that range and speed. Like I, I don't know. I, I think Fedor had just like vicious punches. He was good at everything. Okay, Fedor. Yeah. Um, my answer for striking is Anderson Silva. Fair. I think he had just pinpoint accuracy yeah he just knew how to get out of punches actually that's a different one but like he just understood striking and was so creative he had an incredible uh knockout where he did an upward elbow standing up mm-hmm. like it was just incredible and i i think i wanted to pick somebody because part of me was thinking mike tyson but i wanted to pick somebody that had full use of their arms and legs right could box, but also understood Muay Thai and kickboxing and just was well-rounded. So now here's, here's another thing, too. If you're talking about striking, you're not just talking about striking from standing up either. Yeah, fair. Okay, because I'll, yeah. I'll take Fedor's ground striking over anybody ever. Yeah, so that, that's, a great, okay. that's a great addition to it. Okay, all right. I just wanted to make sure. Because yeah. at first I didn't love your Fedor answer, but now I feel like it is a better answer. Like I, I, I get what you're saying now. And okay. you know what? I like, I like Silva striking from the bottom too. And he oh, has yeah. knocked out people in ground and pound. He has. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it still works. All mm-hmm. right. Good. 
So you have Fedor. I have Anderson Silva. Yeah, sure. these are good. These both are really good fighters so far. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's, uh, geez, I don't even know what my options are for things, for categories. What's I'll, left? I'll read them to you right now. Uh, clinch work, wrestling, submissions, speed, heart, endurance, aggression, intelligence. All right. I'll pick, I guess we'll do clinch work. Clinch work? I pick Randy Couture. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Randy Couture. He was an Olympian, correct? Or was he a reserve? He was almost Olympian. I think, yeah, he, was I think he was an alternate, maybe. Or maybe he was an Olympian. I can't recall. But that was who I was going to pick. Really? Yeah, he stole it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, he's a three-time Olympic alternate, whatever. He was an amazing Greco-Roman wrestler, and Greco-Roman mm -hmm. wrestling is wrestling more from the stand-up, right, where you mm -hmm. can only do, like, upper body locks. And then he also just kind of, like, revolutionized, like, dirty boxing and just getting in people's faces. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't even a big heavyweight. So I just feel like clinch work is also – I mean, a lot of stuff is mentality. And I just loved his mentality with clinch work. Like, I thought yeah. he was so, – so for clinch work, we're, we're saying tied up in the middle of the cage and also on the cage. Anywhere. It's just okay. whatever the clinch is. Okay. Whatever the clinch is. So right. who, who, who do you get? Who do you go? Now I that think, I your guy. I think I'm going to go with, because, all right, we're going to do clinch work and wrestling as two different things. Yeah. Okay. For clinch work, then I'm going Khabib. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. All right. Now for just discussion though, if you pick somebody, am I ever allowed to pick them again and vice versa? Sure. Yeah. But for a different attribute? Correct. Has to be a different attribute and you also can't pick them for, you know, something. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Khabib, Randy Couture. Great. Yeah. Shit. I would have been happy with a fade on the clinch too. Yeah, exactly. I just don't think anyone dropped bombs like Fedor did on top on the floor. <laughs> So I think now you pick the category, Arturo? No, I just picked it because you just picked first. So okay, now you so pick the category. All right. Let's uh let's go with speed. Speed, okay. And with speed goes in movement, how fast they are, how quick they are, partially, right? How they can move in and out, hand speed. All right, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Conor McGregor. Really? Yeah. The way he would get in and out of distance, his straight. Yeah. I'm going speed of Conor McGregor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. McGregor uh, fast. Yeah. McGregor fast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There it is. All right. That's what I kind of meant by movement earlier. So this makes sense. My pick for uh, the fastest or just like the type of speed is. Um, Wait for it. <laughs> uh, Dominic Cruz. Ooh, okay. I just love how in and out he is, how fast he is. He never stops. He's always moving. Yep. Right? He's quick. And yeah, I just love, I admire his speed. His, okay. Uh, That's a good one. Get it on the board. For speed, I have Cruz. And who did you have again? Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. That would have been a good fight. Yeah. A lot of these. It's so funny how, like, we're just picking these guys, and I'm like, man, 
even though we're picking them for like specific attributes, a fight between any of these would have been like kind of dream matchups too. Okay, I'll, I'll just pick wrestling as the next category. Okay, uh, so for wrestling, I picked Khabib. Okay. I just figured exactly what you said. His like tenacity and he just like never fucking stops. And I just think he's been wrestling since he's three years old. So that's exactly the type of person I want. Like, that is yeah. Never so I, the reason why I picked Khabib for cage work, because I think he's better on the cage than he is out on the floor. So my pick for wrestling is going to be GSP. Oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. You win that round, Artero. <laughs> Your worst fighter would be like, you pick like the IQ of like Yoel Romero. Or Cody Garbrandt. <laughs> <laughs> Just believe gods. Uh, okay. All right, so you pick the next category. Yeah, let's do this. Aggression. Aggression, okay. This is one of the categories I was looking most forward to. Uh, let me think about this. And this is about coming forward with, yeah. with angry intentions, not necessarily. Ooh, like, oh, okay, okay. I'll go Tank Abbott. Tank Abbott. <laughs> that guy was there to knock you out right on the first punch. Yeah, he had he had that like a yeah, drunk uh -huh. aggression, like fight you on a Tuesday morning. Yep. All right, Tank Abbott's a good answer. Okay. But I like my answer more for this one. Okay. Uh, Vandalay Silva. Ooh, yeah. Mm, great one. He just never, like, he was just angry too, like Tank Abbott. But I just felt like he kind of wanted to kill you. Yeah, and he it did. Like, it was like a little scary. It was a the little axe murderer. Yeah. And, and I, I, honorable mention, um, Robbie Lawler. Like, I was thinking, oh, Robbie. Okay. I love his aggression too, but mm -hmm. I think Vandalay, like prime Vandalay, he fought above his weight. He fought everybody, he fought yeah. Mark Hunt, like, and he, and everybody was like, oh my God, like he was just that scary. And yeah. so yeah, I feel like aggression is also a little intimidation too. That's and a great so, answer. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Okay, Vandalay Silva. Next category, submissions. Yeah. All right, All right I'll so pick submissions now. For submissions, and I was afraid of not, I like, I kind of wanted to use him for other ones, but for submissions, I'm going to use Fedor. Ooh, okay. He did, right. he did everything. He did chokes, he did arm locks. Like, I feel like he would go for, he was like, when he saw something, because I also don't believe it's so hard to get a submission. And I think a lot of times when you're getting submissions, it's because you've partially beaten the person. And you have to like look for them. You have to have that eye. Right. And I feel like Fedor had that eye. He did. Where if he saw something, he's like, I'm going to take it and I'm gonna rip it off. He did. That, there's a lot of good answers for this. And what's crazy is I'm not going to go through like some of the more classic ones. Oh, man. Like, because normally you think like, oh, Charles Oliveira has like the most submissions in the UFC. Nope, I'm not going to pick him. Or you might even think like Mighty Mouse who like threw you yep. and arm barred you on the way. And I'm like, I'm not going to pick him either. I'm like, what am I doing? Oh, let me just think this through a little bit more just to make sure. Yeah, think it through. All right. I'm going to go with Shinya Aoki. Ooh, I love that answer. 
Because this is a guy that'll like rip your arm, rip your legs, choke you, choke you different ways. Like that guy's got a diverse submission profile and he's going to submit you in every fight. I feel like Shinya Yoki had a tough childhood. He's like so Something, angry. Yeah. <laughs> he's like so angry at the world. And that's why I'm so excited to watch him fight Sage Northcutt. <laughs> he looks like such a good boy. Like... <laughs> Yo, I love that he was like, like Sage was like, oh, you know, thanks for, I'm sorry about this fight. We'll see you next time. Sorry about that or whatever. And Shinyoki's just eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. In Japanese, like long. Yeah, like, yeah. You know? like doesn't even like do like a whole promo. He's like, no, 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 no. Just eat shit. It's great. I was thinking about picking uh, Sakuraba or Imanari. Sakuraba has like such, you know, all those catch wrestling subs. He's like creative. Yes. In my head, I was like Sakuraba for creativity. And then also I was thinking like, oh, who's a guy who like only won by sub and that's Imanari. But I'm like, no, I'm going to go Shinya Aoki because his submissions are the most aggressive. I, I love it. And, and that's why I picked Fedor. I wanted to. Right. I think Husamar Paul Harris is also like a good answer. Yes. But he, he was more leg oriented. And so mm -hmm. I didn't want that so much. Mm -hmm. And then also I was thinking Maya and mm -hmm. Maya is obviously amazing, but I just felt like it was more rear naked chokes. And sometimes you'd get the back, but people could defend like Masvidal defended, Usman defended. Right. Where I feel like Fedor, when he did it, it was quick. Yeah. Like it's hard to get like the rear naked super quick, yep. you know? You yeah. And, yeah. Uh, those, those are great picks. Yeah, we were, we were on the same page with that one. Yeah. Okay, let's do the next one. I think one of the things that's most underrated, but I think is necessary, endurance. Okay. Oh, endurance. Okay. I know who you're thinking because that's who I'm going to use. I'm going to go with Kamara Usman. Oh, that's a great answer. Usman never gets tired. Yeah. He looks like he should get tired, but he never gets tired. Yep. And your guy is going to look like Uber Marie, Uberim, which is basically, <laughs> yeah, is basically Usaman, but just with 60 pounds, no more. <laughs> yeah, or more. Yeah, like 75, 80 pounds on Usaman. That's insane. That's scary, yeah. Okay, my endurance guy is Nick Diaz. Okay, great one. He runs triathlons. He never gets tired. He's yep. just going to keep punching like... I, I love Nick Diaz and Great for, one. for his uh, endurance. We just have intelligence and heart. Intelligence and heart. Okay, so I'm just going to pick heart then because, yeah, you can pick whoever. All right, I fucked up a little bit because this is also one where I wanted Diaz. <laughs> I, I love his heart too, but the fact that he runs triathlons, I think it's just like I needed him for that. Okay. So Hart is somebody that absolutely never quits, uh, just keeps moving forward, like putting it all out there on the so line. So would you, okay, how about this? Would you also say Hart is confidence? Yeah, confidence too, sure. Like, Okay, because like, that's the route I'm going with this, so that I just wanted to say. Yeah, like what's in them? You know, it's like that little bit of extra. It's like Captain Planet, like heart, like without okay. heart, Captain Planet was a bad guy, you know? Okay. And like you, some people wilt, 
you know, like, and you, and you need somebody that's hard that will never wilt, never quit. And <laughs> okay, go ahead. I feel like for making this fighter all these attributes, I'm like, yo, his heart's not gonna matter. But okay, fine. But against your fighter, it will because he's also gonna be amazing. You know, like. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's see who who you're picking for heart. I'm picking Tony Ferguson. Ah, great one, great one. Okay. He, because also hard, I think is also like a little bit of insanity. <laughs> like you know, like when your sure. heart okay past your brain. Okay. And the fact that he doesn't tap to the deepest arm locks and leg locks I've ever seen, and not against regular black belts, but world champion black belts doing this to him, mm-hmm. and he doesn't tap is insane to me. And he okay. has, and yeah, he just. He gave it his all against Gagey. He always gives it his all. He's got a ton of heart. That he does. A top-notch pick. Yeah. Underdog mentality. You know, like who could come back? So I feel like all I can do is potentially tie that pick. Awesome. All right, good. Yeah, that's a great pick. Do, do, you, do you have somebody in mind? I'm going to take my stab at it because the same things you can say about Tony, you can also say about this guy. So I'm just going to say it then. Hoist Gracie. Okay. A guy who yeah. will never ever tap, he'd rather die. And you gotta respect the pioneers because they're the first ones to do it. Yeah. And nobody knows what's gonna happen when it's the first of something, you know? And sometimes yeah, even when he back. came and even when Hoist Gracie came back into the modern era and fought Matt Hughes, Matt Hughes like tooled him. But like he had him in an arm bar and stuff and Hoist is just stone faced and won't tap. Like it doesn't matter how outpowered he was. He's like, you'll kill me first. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mo- every Gracie was like that. So any regular person, even going into a gym, you have to have heart, you mm-hmm. know? And then like, then it's just like to be an MMA fighter, like your heart is at a higher level than the average person for sure. Yeah. So yeah. And then to be a Gracie that you're just taught that. All right, that's a great answer. Yeah. All right. Hoist Gracie, Tony, Tony Ferguson. Ferguson. You know who was also aggressive? I was just thinking it was Houston Alexander. Dude, I, he used to be one of my favorite fighters. His first two knockouts when he beat yeah. up Jardine, and it was like amazing. Yep. That so guy came out like mean and quick. Okay, the, la- the last one, and possibly. The most important. Oh, yeah. Fight IQ. I have two people in mind for this one. I feel like I picked a bunch of guys that should have been good here. I think that's one of the things we're going to notice. We picked a lot of the same guys, too, meaning those are almost the perfect fighters. Right. Like combining those. And so Uh, it's like fight IQ is tough because I feel like, you know, top IQs would have been Usman, GSP. Fedor even uh, Khabib like all these guys I already picked <laughs> um, yeah. ah shit who should I just go yeah go if you have a pick go I have two though so I'm wondering if I should be nice to you <laughs> no don't be nice to me I don't want you to be nice okay part of me wants to pick GSP yeah pick GSP he's a great pick but I don't want to pick GSP because wow I, passing I, them I, up because I'm going to be mean to you a little bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take somebody that I feel like you would want. But I, the reason I'm not picking GSP is because I think sometimes his fight IQ was to avoid the fight. And it was yeah. brilliant, 
but it wasn't like it was to I, win. It was to win. Mm-hmm. But I want somebody that is going to try and finish. Okay. And so my fight IQ dude is Demetrius Johnson. Ooh, great pick. Because I also feel like. Although he did just eat a knee to the face, not knowing the rules, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say prime Demetrius. Oh, he's not in his prime anymore. Okay. All right. We're going with that. Meaning hasn't lost in like forever, you know, whatever. But I'm just saying, I think Demetrius Johnson, because I think when you're a little bit smaller, you have to learn differently, you know, and you have to like, you have to be like aware of everything. You're going against like bigger dudes a lot of times in the gym. And so you can't just rest on skill and talent. And so I think like, yeah, somebody like Demetrius Johnson. And, and I, I, I want to take back the prime thing. Like, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he is an outstanding pick. Like fight IQ in every sense of the way. Like you could also even extrapolate and say like business wise, like he he's definitely done. Yeah, he's a great pick. I am going to go and antagonize that pick. This person is the perfect way to antagonize your pick. <laughs> I'm going with Henry Cejudo, who <laughs> beat Demetrius Johnson, won multiple weight classes, and retired on top. That's the best. He won and, an Olympic medal. That's fight IQ. Yeah, and, and a smaller guy, too. It makes sense, Exactly, too. yeah. He, he is a genius as well. Um, triple C. All right, I like triple that. Triple C. All right, so these are our perfect fighters. Damn. You should draw like a line down the middle or something. Yeah, beautiful. Yo, these guys would just fight for five rounds and kill each other. (laughs) How do you want to break this down now? Do you want me to just read yours out and then read mine out? Yeah, sure. If you want to do like a recap and read them all out, sure. All right, Arturo's guy is the body of Alistair Overeem. He has the chin of Nick Diaz, the speed of Conor McGregor, the wrestling of George St. Pierre, the aggression of Tank Abbott, the striking of Fedor, the clinch of Khabib, the endurance of Usman, the subs of Shinya Aoki, and the IQ of Triple C. And my guy looks like Brock Lesnar, he has the chin of Mark Hunt, the speed of Dominic Cruz, the wrestling of Khabib, the aggression of Vandalay Silva, Oof. the endurance of Nick Diaz, the striking of Anderson Silva, the clinch work of Randy Couture, and the subs of Fedor, and the IQ of Demetrius Johnson. Damn. Yeah, these are tough. This is going to be fun. This will be cool to see. This is like a lot of different attributes too. I think a couple things to mention. We both picked Fedor for stuff. Yep. We both picked Khabib for stuff. Mm-hmm. Diaz. We both picked Nick Diaz. Yep. So obviously those are the three greatest fighters of all time then. Yeah. Did Nick you pick GSP Diaz. for anything? I almost picked GSP for okay, a you lot almost did. Okay, that's right. Okay. I wanted to pick him for wrestling. I Part of me wanted to pick him for speed. Right. Um, and like how quick he was with the double leg yeah i don't know it was tricky i could have interchanged my wrestling and iq i could have put henry cejudo for wrestling and iq gsp and that would have been fine too 
you could like, put some of these are interchangeable and like it's completely fine. You could put GSP for wrestling, endurance. Yeah, IQ. Up, IQ. Just not aggression. Just not <laughs> <laughs> All right, but with Fedor, you could put wrestling, aggression, speed, striking, clinch, subs, endurance, IQ. <laughs> Yo, Fedor yeah. is the best, right? Maybe like in terms That's of what all I'm saying that people forget how good Fedor was, man. He was good at everything. Can you do the same for Khabib? Khabib, you can you put Khabib in for striking the way Fedor? No. No. Endurance? Khabib's no, he gassed a little bit. Yeah, he's never really even had to go long though, so it doesn't even matter because Ally Quinta Khabib tended to get tired. Yeah, a little. So Fedor and Khabib are the best fighters. Who's another all-time great fighter? Like, let's try GSP. People GSP. are talking about Usman right now. GSP would fit with all of these two pretty much. Demetrius Johnson, Henry Cejudo. These are all greats. If we're just talking pure striking, Uberim. Yeah. Not in the UFC, but just in total. All right, so we both pick great fighters. Yeah. I guess... It all comes down to heart then. <laughs> who, who, who wins? Tony Ferguson or Hoist Gracie? In a straight submission champ shit only match. Yeah, yeah. Like if you were just a torture, a Gracie or Tony Khabib, who would give up first? You'd be there until the torturer died. That would be, I would love to see. <laughs> you know, they'd all both right. rather die. It's, it's definitely known. Like neither one is quitting. So we so we so we ended in a tie, I guess. I, I think so. That's why when you pick that, I'm like the only thing I could do is potentially tie this. Yeah. So there's a lesson to be learned here. It's that uh, all fighters are good. That <laughs> 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 um, oh, was no, fun though. It, it's fun to strategize and pick, and it's kind of on the fly too because if you pick someone, it, it's fun. Yeah. Oh, there was a part of me that was also going to say like discipline, and also like. For like just in theory, we don't need to add it or whatever. But okay. I was that's why I like I always say like I feel like the Muslim fighters in the future are gonna have a little bit of a leg up. Well, really all all people that are super religious, mm -hmm. but I think because they they feel like they have something to fight for, something bigger than them. And I think yeah. sometimes it drives people more. Not that mm -hmm. you need religion for that. But I think some people that like love religion have that. Yeah, I agree with you. But the difference between Muslims and Christians is Muslims have to pray five times a day. Right. Which makes me think they're more used to doing things in patterns, meaning they're always going to train. Yes. And then the other thing I feel about a perfect fighter is I imagine them coming from a cold weather area. Because cold is just tougher than warm, and I I think it yeah. makes I think it just makes you thick. Not that you can't be tough in a warm area, like all the Brazilians right. are tough. But I'm just talking about the average person. Well, maybe like, they don't get as much training time though. If you're in like real cold. Yeah, I know, but I mean, just geographically, like okay. mountainous and cold generally means you're a thicker human. Yeah, yeah. And I think like it helps with your endurance and strength. And then I also think elevation growing up in a poor environment 
also adds to your ability to fight. And geographically speaking, that is yeah. that area of Southern Russia, you know, where I think like it is like, yeah, Fedor could be like some of these greats like are coming out of there, like what we see yeah. out of Dagestan. Mm-hmm. I think in the future, you're going to see a lot of these like. I was talking changes. today to someone saying that uh, Floyd Mayweather has to be the most extreme example of poor to rich, like rags to riches story. Because Floyd Mayweather is super rich now, but it was also super poor. So it's just interesting to see, like, I don't know. I don't like, yes, there's been people just as poor as Floyd Mayweather, but they don't have as much as like, I don't know if there's been a bigger rag to riches story than Floyd Mayweather. Steve Jobs was an orphan, but I think he went to like a middle class family. He wasn't that poor. Right. Yeah. He was also a billionaire. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess if you're talking billions here, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Then it outshines. Yeah. I don't know that that's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. If you go from like 60,000 to a billion, yes, of course, that's a huger number to climb than zero to, you know, hundred million, but still like, I just think like that extreme end where Floyd was, no one's been that poor and become that rich. That that's, I guess what I'm saying. Mike Tyson. Yeah. yeah, But not Floyd rich. He could have been, you know, Donald Trump said, right, this. yeah, he, he could have been were it not for Don King jail, all these things. But, you know, exactly. again, D- Donald Trump said he spoke to Mike Tyson and was like, yo, invest your money with me. And there's no easier investment in the world than investing in New York real estate in the 90s. Like everybody mm. knew it was going to turn up. And Mike Tyson would have been a billionaire right now one of like the richest people in the world potentially if he yeah, just has good guidance you know it's kind of sad to like think about yeah but i think it's like more props for floyd though in that instance because it's like floyd has done every business move right i know he has and floyd is probably close to being a billionaire i just this is just my person i just feel like how are you that rich but then waste that much money on watches or shit like that like i don't get it's funny. that That's someone that. someone recently talked about floyd that i listened to like yeah he always wears monochromatic outfits and i thought about that and i'm like oh yeah he's always wearing like one color like top and bottom it's always matching maybe it's like a louis vuitton like jumpsuit it's always like a jumpsuit or something and i'm like yeah he does always wear that and i respect him so much he's always training and everything but i hate also like some of the bad stuff i hear about him you know and it's just kind of like oh he's a prick have you seen Floyd train uh, recently? No. Uh, there's some videos out there. You know, he's 50. He's like, you can definitely tell his age now. I would like, love to see him his fight. His body, Canelo. look, he looks great, but he definitely doesn't look how he used to. How do you think a fight between him and Canelo would play out? Currently? Yeah, currently. Canelo would kill him currently. But you really think he would kill him? You don't think like... Yes. Part of his game on the defense was just being defensive. You don't think he could survive? Oh, he's all? 50. Come on. No. Bro, he was old when he fought Canelo. That's why I don't understand when people like Floyd should have waited for Canelo to be like in his prime or something. P- 
People were knocking on Floyd when he fought Canelo. He's like, oh, Floyd is too old versus Canelo back when he fought Canelo. And then he beat him. And they're like, oh, he should have wait more. Like, yo, he was already old then. Dude, you're wrong. He's 44 years old. He's 44 right now? Yeah. (laughs) So he fought. He's way too old in boxing. I'm just wondering, look, if you're the greatest of all time, how quickly do your skills diminish? I, and I'm just saying because Floyd Mayweather, I'm just saying like he's the greatest all-time defensively. Yeah. So you figure like that goes down the slowest. Or do you think a lot of his defense was based on his athleticism? No. Well, no. It, it, it was initially and now is no longer. But it's still like your timing, your reflexes still deteriorate. Yeah. I mean, he also never got really beat up in the last 15 years. Right. And Canelo has gotten better and better for sure. Yeah. I just also, I just also think that it's funny that, you know, Floyd was considered old when he fought Canelo and they still gave him shit. And he's like, yeah, I, I don't understand the hate on Floyd so much. I think they gave more shit to the fact that Canelo was so young. That right, Floyd but you can't change that. Yeah, but he's like, let me fight him now so I don't have to fight him later. I think it was like a savvy business move. Okay, if he would have fought him five years later, still would have beat him. Yeah, we don't know that. Oh, you're going to wait, what, 10 years later? Like, what fighter is going to do that no, I'm saying ever? Five, I'm saying, no, I'm saying five years later, yeah, he could have lost maybe. Still would have beat him. You're uh, even questioning if he could beat him now. I, you know, I, that's just because I like watching fights and I'm curious. Like, I'm, oh. and I, I like the circus a little bit. And me too. I think it'd be like interesting to see can his defense hold up, like his savvy. I mean, against yeah, we're going to see Floyd versus Logan Paul. Logan Paul's got some power, some size. Oh, my God. So and weird. again, Floyd, his arms look a lot thinner now. It's like his torso thickened and his arms thinned. He has like an old man bod, you know what I mean? We would be living in a simulation if Logan Paul beats Floyd Mayweather in a fight. Okay, so just just watching them hit bags, just watching the videos I've seen, which, you know, I'm, again, I, it's just what I'm seeing, clips, you know? Logan Paul's got power, but even the way he hits the bag, it's like every time he throws a hand, the other one is just completely down. Is is Jake Paul much better than Logan or not? They're the same. It's tough because Logan's bigger. So like I wonder if that evens out. Logan's bigger than Jake? Jake's a big boy, right? Aren't they like 200 pounds? Yeah, I think Logan's the bigger one. Wow. But anyway, but yeah, all I could see, I'm like, ah, Floyd doesn't look good. He looks old. And then I'm like, I'm looking at Jake and I'm like, oh, Jake kind of looks a little sloppy. And I'm like, oh shit, they both look bad. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Floyd Mayweather, it's probably going to make $100 million. Yeah, and Logan's going to have a big payday too. So crazy. So much money. And did you see uh, Jake Paul left Triller? Yeah, for Showtime. Showtime. Oh, my God. That's the right move. He's making more right moves again. Yeah, I know. It's just annoying. It's funny because, like, I just associated Jake Paul with Triller. Like, he is the Triller of boxing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then he leaves him and goes to Showtime. Like, ooh, smart move. And now it makes you wonder, like, at least for me, the first, my first thought was like, oh, Showtime. That's Bellator. He's going to pick a Bellator fighter to fight next. Oh, Dylan Dennis. Right. And that's been stewing. But 
The, the reason I hate that fight oh, yeah. is because then I, I want both of them to lose. I don't want to root for Dylan Dennis. That's exactly what I was telling my friend Nick. If that fight happens, everyone loses. I know. Don't do that fight. You need, a, you need a good guy to fight the heel. Yep. Yep. I want like Nate Diaz or Dustin Poirier. Or like, that would be great. I think maybe that's what they're waiting around for. They're waiting around for like, does Nate Diaz lose to Leon Edwards? And then maybe you can fight Nate Diaz. Something along those lines, maybe. But I feel like the UFC has contracts where they just like hold on to. Yeah, but who knows how much Nate has left? I just don't feel know. like I feel like the UFC wouldn't want to lose him. I feel like they'd be okay with Tyrone Woodley, but not. Oh like, yeah, they they already released Tyrone Woodley. Yeah, exactly. So, but but if that fight was going to happen, that already be in the making. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe they're just waiting, like you said too, though. Maybe they're just because they already have the heat to make that fight. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe <laughs> in a typical like WWE fashion. It would be funny is if, because we already know Jake Paul can't go to the Logan Paul versus Floyd fight now. Really? Yeah, he's, he's like got banned for his gotcha hat stint. But it would be funny if Tyrone Woodley was there. Yeah, that would be sick. That would like, you know, start the WWE selling of the feud. I would love to see that guy, Jay Leon Love, who's a good boxer, try to just even MMA with Tyrone Woodley. Like, he'll never, he'll never do that. In that, in that, it's fair that Tyrone should get the choice. Like, he's way more accomplished. The other guy's accomplished. Yeah, yeah they should just go one and one. Yeah, do that. Tyrone yeah. really would love doing that. Yeah. The other guy wouldn't, though. Right. And that just feels like a little bit more cowardice. Have respect. Do both. Like, you know, yeah. you should be able to fuck about boxing and then take a little beating. Like, do one round. Like, I don't know, something, you know? Yeah, I feel like all MMA guys have to stand their ground with this and be like, look, we will entertain your boxing, but you must entertain MMA. Yeah, but the best won't do it for because of the money. And others that have money are going to be scared getting... Well, that's why I think you should entertain the idea of doing an MMA match because it's like, oh, no, that's the only way you're going to get me into a boxing match. And it's yeah. like, all right, well, I'll make money with this boxing match versus an MMA guy for easy money. And yes, I won't make as much in MMA, but all right, the total should still be better. Yeah. How do you feel about like Muay Thai or kickboxers fighting boxers? Like mixed rules, but it doesn't necessarily Ooh, mixed have rules. So not just boxing. Maybe they're just afraid of wrestling is what I'm saying in subs. So if you take that out, but you could still do clinch work, you could do dirty boxing, you could do all these kicks, knees. So what know, are you proposing? Like, maybe some of the boxers would do that. No, I don't think so. Yeah, a boxer doesn't want to take an elbow. Boxer doesn't want to get tied up that much. A boxer definitely doesn't want to get tripped or kicked. No boxer would take any kick. Yeah. Not yeah. even an elbow, nothing. No clinch work. They don't want to take any of that. Honestly, the fight world would have been much better off. Boxing never got as big as it did. Yeah, they just corrupted it. When there's so much money in boxing that you have all these athletes that train for boxing and it's just such a limited, I don't want to say limited skill set. It is a sweet science. I don't want to minimize boxing, but we just don't get the dream real fights because yeah. of it. You know what I mean? Like Muay Thai should have been more popular. Kickboxing should have been more popular. It had to be boxing of all of them. I mean, I guess it's better than some others, but it's just, the best one didn't win 
in my opinion. Yeah. And like lately I've been thinking a lot about Muay Thai. Like if I had to not fight one person, I feel like it would be the average Muay Thai fighter. Like, I just feel like they're built different. Like, you know, use that term, like <clears throat> just used to getting shots in the shins and knee, like the worst possible. They're, like, they're just like a little bit of an extra level of tough. Yep. And yeah, I would love to see some of those dudes go against some of the world's best boxers, you know, or at least try that in some mixed form. I get being nervous about wrestling in subs if you've never trained it. Right. But also like Aaliyah said, there's a lot of boxers that are like, and Manny said it too, like strong hips. Yeah. Like, you know, like good, super fast and strong. So they would be good on their own, but like, I would love to see like Connor fight Floyd where Connor could use knees and his kicks and his like elbows. Oh like, yeah, of course. That would have been a different ball game completely. That would have been amazing. Do you yeah. think Floyd still has a chance then? Or do you think he just swings so much in the favor of Connor? No, then I think it swings to the favor of Connor for sure. But like how much? A lot. Like, Substantially. Like, he wins eight out of 10 times? Yes. Nine out of 10 times? Yeah, probably close to that. Really? Yeah. If you're doing like MMA rules without even just like wrestling, yes. 100%. It depends on the mentality of Mayweather. One leg kick. Are you kidding? One leg kick. He has to get in range of the leg kick. He has to be at that right distance. It will be easy. Even a calf kick where you're still like just out of range of that jab, you can calf kick him. But you're assuming that Mayweather also would go in blind. Like, I feel like he would train for six months a year. Like, he doesn't matter. I think it would matter, like managing distance, how far you are, like how you move in. I don't think it would matter because Floyd's whole style would have to change. You'd have to change your whole stance. Yeah, that's true. Like, Connor, Connor can move to every stance. It doesn't matter for Connor. That's fair. No, you're right. I, I think I, I think I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I think it's easy, Connor. But again, we'll, we'll never get that because again, boxing is king with money. All right. Well, I think that's good for tonight. Thanks for listening to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or if you would like to fight us, send us a DM on Instagram at philosophy underscore fighting.